Yeah. So that's uh, my friend Jit. And like I said, he's from South Africa. He was he was up here just a few months ago, and I was I had the opportunity uh, to have him over to my house and have dinner with him and and just ask him about things that were going on uh, back home in South Africa with with Jam because I was actually uh, I was a student when when he was here and he had just started uh, Jam Ministries, and so uh, really cool to see how the Lord's provided. Uh, for Jam, and even got to hear a little bit more of the backstory of of how it started, of why it started. And he shares a little bit there, but he says he was just a he was a student here. Uh, he was in high school, and at camp, he felt this conviction from the Lord that he needed to go back to his hometown and share the good news of Christ with the people in his hometown, right where he lived. And he said when he got there, he said it was him, a group of friends, they said uh, a pickup truck, and, uh, and no resources, but they had a lot of passion. And the reason why they had a lot of passion is because they understood the good news of Christ, and they knew the fate of those who don't know Christ afterwards. And they knew that the call that Jesus had put on their life, and as he says, to go home and make disciples in your own backyard, Guys, that call that, that JIT has is the same for you and I if you are in Christ. And it's a call that we see in the book of Matthew, verse 28, or chapter 28. Uh, it's a, a verse that's called the Great Commission. And many of you have probably have probably heard it if you've been around the church. If you haven't, I'm going to read it. And it's, uh, these are Jesus' final words to his disciples as he, as he leaves earth. The last thing he says to them Starting in verse 18, it says, And Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And he says, And behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. That Jit was able to, to take comfort in that verse, knowing that Jesus has commanded you and I to go and share the good news with all nations. Now, sometimes, immediately, you think of that and you go, well, immediately to share the good news, I have to go to a different country. It's not true. Even Jit, again, he came to America, but he went back home to share the good news. And he uses this phrase of, of in his own backyard, there was people that need to hear the good news. And, uh, and you and I have that same ability to do so right where we are. Because I know that every single one of us has friends that don't know Christ, that have teammates that don't know Christ, classmates that don't know Christ, or maybe people who live under the same roof as you. As you. Maybe your mom, or your dad, or your brother, or your sister, who don't know Christ. And those are all people that we are called to share the good news with. Because it's, it's not your job to, to wait and let someone else do it for you. Christ has put those people in your life for a reason. For you to then be the example of what it looks like to serve Christ. And what does it look like to follow Christ. And then to share the good news with them. If you are in Christ, it is, it is your duty as we see in Matthew 28. And Jesus says, I have all the authority of heaven and on earth. It all belongs to me. 
because of that, I am going to, to empower you to then go and share the good news with everyone. And he says, and behold, I am with you always. That Christ, when he sends us, he doesn't send us alone, but he sends us with the power of his spirit behind us and within us to do so. Now, so often at camp, as I work with students, I hear this, uh, I, heard, I hear students say, well, Harrison, I'm, you know, I'm not old enough to do that. Or, uh, you know, I don't know the Bible well enough to share the good news. Or, uh, you know, I'm not smart enough. Or, I'm not a preacher. I'm not a pastor. Isn't, isn't sharing the good news for pastors and missionaries? The answer is, well, they can, they can do that too. But every single one of us is called to share the good news in fact, you see in 1 Timothy 4.12, it says, Let no one look down upon you because you are young. And it says after, it says, But be the example to all the believers in faith, in spirit, in word, in conduct, in deed. Guys, it tells every single one of us that you guys, you guys have the ability to go into the world and not just be a Christian, but it says to set the example to all the believers of what it means to be a Christian. That means you guys can set the standard of what it looks like to share Christ with others. You guys can set the standard of what it looks like to live a godly life. You guys can set the standard of what it looks like to love others like Christ did. You don't have to wait for your pastor to do it. You don't have to wait for your parents to do it. You don't have to wait for your friends to do it. Each and every one of you is called to set the example. In fact, it says before, don't let anyone look down on you because you are young. Do it anyways. And why do you have the ability to do that? Because what we see in Matthew 28, that all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to Christ and he is with us. So we have the ability to set that example because Christ is with us. Not only that, you see in scripture and it says in uh, 1 Corinthians, it talks, it says that God uses what is foolish in the eyes of the world to shame the wise. And God uses what is weak in the eyes of the world to shame the strong. Again, that should be good news for every single one of us, or, and especially for you guys, because I'll tell you right now, the world looks at junior high students and thinks you guys are a bunch of fools. It's true. They do. And I don't know uh, if you're clapping because you think you're fools also. And that's, that's not an excuse, though. Your excuse, again, isn't that I'm too young or that the world doesn't think I'm good enough. Because the Bible says God uses what is weak and God uses what is foolish in the eyes of the world to shame the wise and to shame the strong. And we see it time and time again played out in Scripture of God using the most unlikely people to share his own word, and to bring people back to him. In fact, you saw it yesterday as we looked at the story of, of Mittens the cat. Do you guys remember Mittens the cat? Yeah, so that's a story of, uh, we talked about of the Samaritan woman at the well. And remember we talked about how uh, a Samaritan woman with a Jewish rabbi is something you would never see in that day and age. You would never see a character like Jesus you would never see a person like Jesus hanging out with a Samaritan woman in that culture. That was frowned upon. That was not good. The Samaritan woman was a low life. 
that she was looked down upon. No one liked her. No one wanted to spend time with her. Everyone knew in their minds she was weak and she was foolish. And God still used her. That Jesus went and spent time with her. And Jesus ended up saving her. And what? guess what it says? As we look in John chapter 4. Let me get there. I love this story it's for this verse especially. As we look at John 4, after Jesus has spent time with her and shared with her that he is the Messiah, it says this in verse 39 of John chapter 4, that many Samaritans from the town believed in Jesus because of the woman's testimony. And after Jesus sharing and spending time with this woman, he told her to go back into her, own, her hometown, and she was excited to do so because Jesus had changed her life. And then as she goes back home, she doesn't say, well, I can't tell people about you. I can't tell people about you because I'm, you know, because they don't like me. I, I, I can't tell people about me because they know all my sins. They know how sinful I am. Or I, I, can't, I can't tell people about you because I, I haven't known you long enough. Or I, I haven't spent enough time with you. Or I haven't gone to church enough. Or I don't know the Bible enough. There's no, there's no qualifications required to share the good news with people. She was a Christian for a matter of minutes and goes back into her hometown and tells everyone of the good news that she had experienced. And what does it say happened? It says that many believed in Jesus because of her testimony, because of how Jesus had changed her life. And guys, again, if you are in Christ, you have that same power. That if you, if you are in Christ, you have what's called a testimony. Jesus has changed your life that is a transformation from death into life. And that testimony, that story that you possess is powerful. And it's as simple as telling people back home, can I tell you how God has changed my life? Can I tell you how the Lord has worked in my own heart? And can I tell you the good news of what I have experienced in my own life? And that in itself is a powerful thing that, again, every single one of you guys possess if you are in Christ. If you call yourself a Christian and if the Lord has truly changed your life, you have a life-changing story that can be used to honor Christ and can be used to bring people back to him. And so I'm not going to drag it on any longer. But again, the takeaway from this this morning is all of us in Christ are called to share the good news. And all of us have the power to do so because why? Christ is with us. And God is the one that empowers us. There is no prerequisites. There's no qualifications you need to share the good news with someone except you just, you have to be a follower of Christ and you have to be willing to be used by God and he will do the rest. That is it. Let me pray for us and then we'll send you guys out. Father, thank you for this morning. Lord, I ask that you would even today, would you convict myself and, uh, and the others in this room, Lord, to share the good news with people that we know don't know you. God, even now I can think of many people in my life who don't know you. And uh, 
Lord, I, I even confess that I have had opportunities to share and I have not. And Lord, I apologize. And Lord, would you would you give me opportunities to share the good news? And Lord, would I be bold enough to, to take those opportunities to share the good news with those people? Lord, I find rest in you, knowing that it is you who gives us the power and authority to do so. And God, would you would you do the same for the students in this room? Would you convict them? Lord, would you give them uh, a missionally-minded heart? Lord, would they desire to share the good news of people who do not know you? And uh, Lord, would they find rest and comfort knowing that it is you that gives us the strength to do so? So Lord, we love you and we pray these things. And all God's children said...